Welcome to the Out What Now podcast. I'm your host, Megs Pulvermacher, and I'm a queer community builder, CEO, and founder of the Queer Impact Collective, a speaker, and so, so glad you're here. Each week, I'm going to bring you different guests, insights, and conversations that are going to help you learn, expand your mind, and thrive in your queerness while you're navigating all of the ups and downs that come with this never-ending coming out journey. Because we all know coming out is a big deal, but it's just the beginning of your story. And I'm going to be right here with you the whole way through to acknowledge the challenges while also reminding you that you're not alone, you're loved, and you're right where you need to be. Let's get into it. What is happening, everybody? Welcome back to another episode in another season, a whole brand new season of the Out What Now podcast. I am your host, Megs Pulvermacher. My pronouns are she, her, and I am just elated to be hanging out with you today. I love kicking off each season with a little solo episode to say, hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome back to returning listeners and a personal welcome from me to you for all of the new listeners out there, of which I believe we have many. And that sort of is inspiring my message, I guess, as we kick off this season. I want to give you a little backstory and bird's eye view of the evolution of this show. It's been running for five seasons. We're coming off of a much, much needed six-month break right now. Um, And this show started, well, it launched in September of 2020. Like so many things, this is a, a COVID baby. So um, it came out of a lot of my own inner work and examination of where I was as a human, as a podcaster. I hosted a podcast prior to this for a year and a half that ran for a bunch of episodes. It was about mindset and I loved I love storytelling. I love sharing a message. I love bringing the energy and getting people pumped up. And I was really wanting to kind of combine that piece of myself that already existed with a piece of myself, uh, namely my queerness um, that already existed. But I wanted to be able to put those two together as I was really starting to process some of the shit that I just hadn't processed and was beginning to so I could start a business that would serve the queer community. And in order to do that, you have to process your own shit, which then brings up a lot of stories and a lot of thoughts and a lot of messages you want to share. And starting this podcast was really one of the ways that I began processing that and learning more about myself and asking better questions and digging into how I got to where I was, why I believed the things I did about myself, about the world, about what was possible for me and what I wanted my life 
to look at, really. So when I go back to the beginning of this show, the point was to help people with the thing that I had struggled with most, which was really an eight to 10-ish year period post coming out. I came out when to my family is kind of where I, I came out a bunch of times. We all do. But kind of the big one where it felt like a big turning point and where I really admitted to myself um, that I was queer was when I was 23. And it was a not over the top stressful event. It was not received particularly well. But in my experience, after I came out, was when life got a lot harder for me and I had I found it far more difficult to navigate all of the different variables that come into your life once you have come out because there's there's a reason we don't come out for a while right we might just not be aware of it there are a lot of things that are far more simple about isolation and kind of suffering in your authenticity alone Versus having to deal with all the variables of work and friends and family and religion and having to come out and continue to do that, you know, once you've taken the lid off, it it opens up this entire can of worms that can be really challenging for a lot of people and certainly was for me as far as turbulence I experienced in particularly with my familial relationships um, with my parents and figuring out what that looked like for me in work. At the time I was working in schools as a school psychologist, I was, you know, stereotypically coaching softball and all of these things where I could feel uh, underlying tension uh, around my queerness. And so it took me eight years-ish before I really started to get a hold of what, um, how to find peace within that, or to really not find peace, but to start working on how can I feel better in my body, in my existence, in my relationships, and more confident and aligned with my queerness, because I was experiencing a lot of dissonance within myself, largely because of a very strong desire I had to be accepted and liked by all, particularly um, parental approval and and things like that. So this show really started as a way um, for me to bring that chunk or that put that lens on the coming out experience, share the stories of other folks who have gone through it, different challenges and triumphs that they've experienced throughout the course of their coming out journeys as a as a means to offer some validation and shared experience for the listener, but also to offer some how-to or some advice or some actionable hope was how I really thought of it at the time to take it to the next level, to not just sit in problem admiration of 
you know, being queer is hard and all of these things are kind of coming at us and we have to deal with and figure out how to navigate, but really how to navigate those things and do it within the the context of sharing stories and being in community in that way. And when I go back and look at the the episodes from that season, it was, I can just tell because I know the kind of host that I am now, um, that a lot of my line of questioning was really an experience for me to find community and alignment with the folks I was having on my show. And I think that's fine. That's the beauty is when you're a podcaster, when you're sharing stories in real time, you can't you can't show up as a future version of yourself. You can only be in the now. And I am so proud of 2020 Megs for showing up the way she did because I was scared and I didn't know a lot and I didn't know if my message, who my message would resonate with. So I can all, almost kind of tell by the specificity of it, um, the way um, the focus on specifically the coming out story, the way I kind of um, niched it to LGBTQ plus women and that kind of a thing is sort of where I started and then as you get into season two, season three, um, you really, I can start to see that I was growing in my own uh, level of comfort with my queerness and talking about my experiences and asking better, deeper, richer questions of the guests I was having on the show, increasing the diversity and identities from uh, faith to race to gender identity to sexuality to relationship status and how that was really starting starting to deepen as we get into more of those those mid-range episodes that I was sharing and I think that's a reflection of my willingness and growth in embracing a deeper understanding of myself and a growing curiosity in getting a deeper understanding of others and what their experiences are, particularly if they are different than mine. And it's like this openness of to fluidity and to constant learning. And while our experiences might not be the same, which Honestly, huge value add, right? When you're doing a podcast, because I could just sit here and talk all day and it could just be my experience, my story, my thoughts, etc. But that's the beauty of being able to bring on a variety of experiences and thoughts and opinions and be able to share them with all of you is it creates learning. And there's elements of each person's story that you can take and learn just a little bit more about yourself, which I think is so cool, so inspirational, and makes this show and these conversations so, so necessary because we already have the out and really focusing on the what now is like, okay, what are we going to do with this? How can we keep learning? How can we keep growing? Which I think brings us to present day where I'm really in a mindset at this point, as we're coming into this season, as I'm moving into this stage of my life. And personally, I have a lot of transition and growth and 
elevating and just life things going on where I feel like I'm just constantly in this state of becoming and being excited about possibilities. Anything could happen. Anything could, anyone could walk into my life. I can do anything I want to do. I can create opportunities. I can create relationships. I can do all of these different things as, and I can do them exceptionally well. And in a way where I am, I don't love the word thriving because I feel like it's a little overused, but that's really what it is. It's thriving as a queer human because of all of the things that I've learned um, along the way and understanding that everything that is that has happened, that is happening, that will happen, all of these things are happening for me to some degree. They're creating an opportunity, avoiding a bad situation. They're all working in my favor. Uh, I know that I always want to and will lead with love in my conflicts, in my questions, in my, uh, when I'm having fun, when I'm building relationships with people. And I also just have this very calm, kind of peaceful feeling and inner knowing that I'm safe. I'm safe to take risks. I'm safe to rest. I'm safe to share my truth and my voice, which, you know, in this context, no one can come at me when I'm sitting, you know, in my apartment at my microphone, whatever. I'm I'm physically safe, but I'm I'm also safe to challenge myself because I have the support of so many people. I've created an an internal environment where I am at the, the best physical health I can possibly be. I am, um, nurturing relationships so that I have support in that way. I am investing in my learning and my self-growth through coaching and things like that. And um, and I'm safe to do the things that are important to me, including visibility, sharing my voice, offering space for others to share their voices. Um, I'm loved. And I'm enough exactly where I am and I will continue to be as I grow and expand, which I think that attitude will be largely reflected this season in the conversations that we're having and um, the awesome, awesome guests that I have to share with you for this season that I'm so, so excited about. Um And as I kind of look back on that process, I think all of those points, you know, processing and kind of looking back to just beginning to embrace that deeper understanding of myself and then coming to a place where the door is wide open for anything to happen, for growth to occur, for love to be shared. 
I think all of those steps are important. They're necessary. And that cycle offers a lot of hope for uh, just growth and expansion that's constantly available to all of us. And it's available for us to go through that process in understanding more of who we are, what we value, what feels right for us. And it's also available for us for those things to evolve, for those things to change. And they probably will because our environment and what we're doing as we're in this state of becoming is always going to be changing. And it really, really, it should. So that is something to be expected. So what I would encourage you to do as a listener, as we're going into this season, is to really embrace that evolution and the possibility of evolution, to start to fall in love with where you are in the process, be proud of how far you've come, every little step you take in the conversations you have and the way you show up when you choose to be visible, when you choose to pull back and rest and to be open to learning more about yourself and taking bits and pieces from experiences that maybe you haven't had or you haven't, you don't necessarily align with or that don't resonate fully. There are always going to be little pieces you can take from each conversation, um, from and from every experience you have in your own life. I'm going to go ahead and guess that this podcast isn't your end-all be-all for your emotional compass So, and, and what you've got going on in your life. But anyway, heading into season five, I'm, I'm feeling just really grateful for the journey of becoming that I've been on personally, and I'm so excited for you and the journey of becoming that you're on, no matter where you are in that journey. Because listeners of this show, you all are in very different places. You know, some folks who are just starting to explore the possibility that maybe um, there's some elements of of queerness or identity shifts in your experience and maybe you're thinking about coming out maybe you've just come out maybe you're under starting to understand a new layer of your identity whether that's sexuality or gender or expression all of which i i personally have evolved greatly in my presentation and uh, my presentation to the world and my understanding of myself just over the past year, year and a half. Um, those things are are always evolving. And um, and maybe you are, you know, right in line with where I'm at. That's very possible too, where you you feel really good and you're excited about the the things that are coming and to learn more about yourself and and grow into more of the awesome, inspiring, queer human that you are and um, allies who are out there listening. Thank you so much for tuning in, for listening to these experiences, for taking the time to educate and expose yourself to the, the stories from our community and the experiences and really be able to 
grow in your own understanding of yourself and the different elements of your life that that you're figuring out as well. Because evolution of identity is something that is available to everyone. Queer folks just seem to be a little bit better at taking advantage of it. But huge shout out to you allies for showing up as well. Like I said, the guest lineup for this season is phenom.com and I'm so pumped to bring you inspiring humans from all over our beautiful community to share their becoming and experiences so they can be a part of your journey too. So you can take pieces of their experience and their expertise and their experience and apply it to your own because the, the integration of that information is really where the magic happens, baby, and it's, it is a really good time. And so I think for now, I will probably zip it, but I, I wanted to share whether you've listened from day one or you're brand new or you're just happening along this right now, I wanted to welcome you back to the show, welcome you to the show for the first time, and just let you know that you're right where you're supposed to be, you're loved, and I'm so, so excited to be on the journey with you. That is all for this episode. Make sure you catch our next episode. We're dropping this one as a two-pack. So you want to head over to my interview with Diana Greschuk. We're talking all about money and you're going to love it. And until then, keep it queer out there. Hey, hey, one more thing before you go. I just want to take a minute to thank you so, so much for tuning in to the show today. I really hope you found some solid takeaways from our conversation, something that's going to help you learn to expand your mind and to thrive out there as the awesome queer human you are. If you did have some takeaways or you enjoyed the show, I would be so, so appreciative if you would go ahead and leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, depending where you're listening. And if you know someone who could use the message you heard in today's show, it would be so, so awesome if you could send it over and share it with them so we can get this message out to as many awesome queer humans and allies as possible. It's super, super important to me, and I so, so appreciate your time, your attention, and you being you. So I promise that is all for today. Until next time, keep it queer out there.